Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Hi, Chris Petrini. Hello, Debbie. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for for joining me today. So this is uh, a little different. You are a friend of the office. Um, You're not based in Caroline County. And for that, we do forgive you. But you're based (laughs) on the Eastern Shore. Um, And you and I have worked together uh, for several years now. Um, And I just wanted to have you come in and talk about your story, because it's really unique about how you ended up here on the Eastern Shore from California. And you're doing so with a very specific, although growing in commonality, um, type of business. So it's the small business entrepreneur coming over from one coast to another. That's kind of going to be the basis of our conversation. But if you'll introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your business, and then we'll just chat. Okay. Yes, I am uh, Chris Petrini. I'm the owner of A Digital Mind. Uh, moved here from California 10 years ago. Uh, long story short, I actually moved here um, working for another company. I sought out a company on the okay. East, uh, in Maryland, of all places. Um, started to work for them. I realized that wasn't going to work out, and I my only other option was to start my own business. Gotcha. So it's a sink or swim kind of thing, and um, you know, I put everything into that, and here I am. And I do. Uh, I've got about. 25 years or more of experience in professional uh, marketing. Okay. So everything from, I started at the very bottom, like every person should when they're working. Right. Uh, And I started retouching photos in Photoshop and got good at making catalogs for companies and that sort of thing, then switched over to the whole digital world. So now I do, I have have a big passion for film. Okay. Creating videos um, with current music and, you know, vibes people respond to sure and uh you know i do websites and photography all that all that fun stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so it's interesting how you know i think it's really an insight into your your belief and your personality that you said that when it didn't work out for an employer here in a state that's at the opposite coast of where you came from your only choice was to go into business for yourself so why do you say that why do you feel like that um and how long has the business been around technically since i graduated high school which was in in 96 i I quickly branded myself um but officially it's 99 was really kind of when i was like all right i'm gonna make a, a business officially and then but out here it's been about Gotcha. Um, and so to to say, I'm going to go ahead and sink or swim on my own. What what led you to that idea that, you know, it's very brave. We say in this office that starting your own business is not for the faint of heart. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you decide to go ahead and take the chance? Well, I would say number one was the confidence that I had in myself. Um, I knew I had the proper training growing. I was, I was confident that the work I was doing or can do in my mind, I think I can do better than anyone else. And is that true? Of course not. But I was like, I don't want to work for anybody else anymore. I'm tired of working on someone else's time schedule and 
I'm tired of being forced to work 20 hours of overtime that will never be paid and taken advantage of. In, you know, not all my jobs are awful, but sure. I just never yeah. wanted to go through that again. I wanted to put myself in a position where I could pick and choose my clients and uh, wasn't like that the first year, two, three years. You know, you take right. what you can get and grow. Right. And then as people start to recognize and see your work, you can pick and choose. And now, you know, I'm not always creative at, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Let's create this brand new website. Let's go and film and you know, sometimes I wake up at three in the morning and I'll start working gotcha. and I'll take a nap at nine when everyone else is going to work right? or I'll go out and mow the lawn, if, you know, so being able to, as an artist, this is hard for me to say because I've never really considered myself an artist since I can't draw, but uh, being able to set my own creative schedule is important Gotcha. and it only benefits my clients. Right. That's it. Yeah. And so I think that uh, that can relate to a lot of other small businesses that are broadly in the arts. So anybody that opens up a restaurant and does the cooking, they're in the culinary arts. You know, if they're creating the dishes. Yeah. Anybody in marketing, which is really a communications art, one form of communications, um, taking the vision of somebody else. Just usually talked to, you know, you chat with somebody and then you in your mind can go, oh, here's a visual representation of what my client wants. Mm -hmm. Music, you know, that's definitely something. So that's, it's interesting that you recognize that in yourself, that you are being stymied by this somewhat artificial um, idea of you've got to work, we have to work between eight and five or 11 and seven or something like that. And so, and you recognize that that gives your clients the best, uh, the best product. I'm, I'm laughing because I just realized I went from working nine to five to working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay. Much. There's the downside yeah. of it. Yeah. Right? So yeah, that's the, that's the other downside to it is now I'm always working. But for me, especially me, I've discovered that I love to work. I love to create every day. I love to make something, mm-hmm. connect with a client, do something like that. So right, right. It's not, it doesn't feel like work so much. And so um, do you have a specialty or uh, industry that you work with? I work with all industries. So okay. you could be, I've worked for $100 million companies. I've worked for, um, you know, uh, uh, Caroline County. I've worked for, you know, smaller counties, bigger counties, I've, small clients, big clients. Um, my focus now though, is just small and independent owned companies. So I can, you know, be their guy they go to for everything and I can gotcha. help them grow for years and years. Is kind of my th- Gotcha. So you do some stunning visual work. Um, and you, a digital mind is on um, social media. I know you, but best through Facebook. But are you on Instagram? And uh... I am. My dog's more famous on Instagram <laughs> than, than my work, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I got my little website. You know, that gotcha. Kind of stuff. Yeah, and so um, I think you know what I've always said uh, in looking at the production, what you produce is that you just capture. A viewpoint. And I think that comes from you being willing to work 24 hours a day or wake up at three o'clock and go ahead and commit that vision, whatever it happens to be, to some form, whether it's paper, digital, film, um, photographs, et cetera, et cetera. So, so how is it different coming from California and what part of California? Because we say California, we think, oh, it must be like Maryland where everything's the same. Not at all, <laughs> no. right? So what part of California? Uh, I, I guess you could say Los Angeles, but I grew up 
Okay. I grew up in like Long Beach, California, Long Beach. Compton, okay. gotcha. like all, all the bad places you hear about. You know, sure. that's kind of where I grew up. Um, but then coming over to the Eastern Shore. <laughs> what a change, boy. Wow. <laughs> And I, long story, all, something really kind of funny. Um, the reason I moved here, I was literally sitting in my room. Um, I just recently gotten divorced, and I'm you know, I'm working for this company. I'm like, it's not challenging. It's not the right place for me. I got to do something different. Why don't I move to the East Coast? I pull out a map, close my eyes, and pointed, and it said New York. And okay. I was like, mm, nope, nope. And I just slid it over it without looking, and it said Maryland. And I was like, I'm going to move there. And I searched for jobs. Boom, I moved here. And uh, one of the reasons I moved here was I was like, what's the average... Temp- well, what's the temperature of Maryland? Gotcha. And it said 78 degrees. And I'm like, cool, it's just like California. And I land here like October, November 1st. And I'm like, what is this stuff coming down <laughs> from the sky? That was the biggest snowstorm you've had since I moved here. And I drove to work the next day in a 10-foot blip. I'm like, where's... The- I've never been in snow, never seen wow. snow. Wow, wow. So my, my welcome here was cold and and abrupt. I was like, you're in Maryland. <laughs> That's right. But so, uh, I like not, it. The one moral of that story is not everything on the internet is true. It's not. No. <laughs> I couldn't believe I didn't. I, I was like, you got the average, dude. And everyone's like, yeah, it's the average because it's 110 and then it's zero. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So interestingly <laughs> enough, probably around that same time, I went out to Long Beach at Thanksgiving, left here, and it was gorgeous. It was in the 70s, got there, and it was a odd cold snap, and I froze my tuchus off. In Los Angeles? <laughs> in Long, Long Beach? Beach? Yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was in 2002, yeah, Thanksgiving. It never happens. It's like 50 degrees, and everyone's freezing, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you yeah. guys, get out of here. <laughs> Move to Maryland. So you find yourself on, on the Eastern Shore. So as an entrepreneur, as a small business, that's in marketing, how did you market yourself in order to get those first clients to establish your base? Well, um, obviously the first thing I did was recreate my website and have it be, you know, let let people know where I'm at, my location, where I'm going to be serving. Uh, I got to know my area very well and, um, I had to figure out. So like for me, I like, I do websites, I do, you know, real estate photography, I do anything pretty much. Um, so I had to first start, I knew I had to start with the jobs that I can turn over quickly enough. Gotcha. So I was like, well, I'll get into real estate. So I went into all the real estate offices and everyone laughed at me cause I had n- never done real estate. And I'm like, just trust me. I'm really good at it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, one client did, her name was Petra, a realty navigator, uh, her and Vince, you know, threw some jobs on my way and I look back on those and I'm like, just thanks for paying because that was terrible work. Um, but, uh, that started it. So that started like the little jobs and then, mm-hmm. you know, you start meeting people and you start, you know, reaching out to businesses and like, Hey, I, I'd really like to do your website. I'm local. So that was my thing was reaching out to people on Facebook. The biggest marketing, the, the best thing for marketing small business locally is Facebook. Especially gotcha. my my customer base, that age group is Facebook. So I just hit Facebook hard. Gotcha. And I didn't just what a lot of people are do. Like, hey, I'm the best. I do this. I'm a professional. That I didn't say any of that. I just let my work always speak for itself. Gotcha. And that's that started to catch on when I started pushing myself and being uh, when I started doing real estate videos that 
no one else was doing. Like right, no one right. was doing this. And people are like, ooh, that was different. And they, you know, people were like, ooh, I'm going to watch that because it's interesting. Yeah. So I started yeah. noticing those trends in, in my work and just kept hitting that hard and then slowly but surely started yeah. meeting people. And You were an early adopter of that and of drone footage, um, at least in this area. It's right? one of the first. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what got me going. Like where can I... How can I make money so I can survive and right. then grow? So, And I think what you just said is so interesting. And it's a conversation you and I have had over the years. And that is you are an artist. You want to create. But you always have your eye on the prize of you're in business and you have to make money. You can't give it away because then you're not... <laughs> Well, it's so hard. It away, I do. But, I still yeah. do. Like, <laughs> like you, I mean, when I want to do stuff for people I care about, I'm like, I don't want to charge you. Right, right. So I, so listeners, I always have to force Chris <laughs> to send me an invoice and pay. And then I know that it's less than what it should be valued. But you make up for that then, you know, that generosity in a business to business transaction, you make up for because you do have that goal of being able to sustain your business so that you can sustain your art. And, and how did you, you know, some folks have a hard time balancing that, um, especially in that creative field. How did you come to realize that? Was it out of vision? Was it out of necessity? Realize what exactly? I'm sorry. Uh, that in order to keep being able to create for others that you need it to have the business side of it. Uh, that's been the hardest part. I still, I still struggle with that. And, um, there is an ex-girlfriend of mine that I've been, you know, kept in contact with for my entire life. And she's like, Chris, you got to stop. You can't be just because you like that person. She's like, you like everybody you meet. And I'm right. like, I know. That's why I keep giving this stuff away. Um, she's like, you need to, you know, your, your work is, is valuable. You, yes. you know, you're, you're, it's like, you don't go to a gas station. They don't just give you gas. You know, you don't go to a, get a pizza and they just get, I'm like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense when you put it in a tangible sense. So I never... I never considered myself an artist because I couldn't draw, and I I never really s considered me myself selling mm -hmm. a product to somebody because it was digital. Gotcha. And I never really, I'm, I'm not like here. I'm always like, here's your invoice, and your the, all the work I did is magically living on this website. You know, sure. it's not a tangible thing, so it's very easy for me to give it away. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you have a mentor then to, to help you see that there there is value. And I think that's where, um, you know, that small business story, most people, I want to say probably 70 to 80% of people who get into, start their own business, do so because they're doing something they love. They've either started off as a hobby or a side hustle, and they've decided this is what I want to do always. Um and so that love of that thing, whether it's creating websites or whether it's, you know, building picnic tables, that love of the thing is the business. But then there's the actual running of the business, because if it, it's called that for a reason, it's not a hobby, it is a business. And so in our office, um, you know, Kendall Teague is our the person that go to for small business. She always tells everyone that she talks to first time around, make sure you're looking at the business aspect, that you're thinking about money coming in, that you're paying your vendors, that, you know, that you're looking at that because that's why you're going to be able to do the things that you love and be like Chris Petrini and a digital mind, which has been in existence in some form for 25 years. You can't do that. You're not running a charity. You're not a nonprofit because you're making money from it. Right, right. But yeah, 
it's it's hard to take that. I I still have struggles with like what do I what's the value of my work mm-hmm. you know and people will you know I can't tell you how many times people call me and they're like how much to go out to this place and film and give me a nice drone real estate video and I I say my price and I never hear from them and then they get you know another person to do it for a hundred bucks and I'm like there's right. a you know I don't know how to because I need I need. I need to sell accounts. I need to sell clients so I can survive and pay my bills. Exactly. But I can't compete with your cousin Jimmy, who's going to do it for fifty bucks. And right. just And it, but it looks terrible. So like, yeah. your house will sit on the market, or you can pay me what I charge, and your house will sit on the market for a day. Exactly. You know, you know like it's just yeah. So it's yeah. still hard to put value on on the work I do. So I think that's probably a, um, an indication of being in a rural area. Um, is that that the market is smaller, so the desire from a customer or a client to have something less expensive and then be able to be served and not see that quality like you were talking about, you know, cousin Jimmy and <laughs> hey, yeah, you took a video of the house, but it does not look as good as if a digital mine had done it. I think that's part of as a small business owner, whether it's doing vig- digital photography or if it's cutting grass, you or know, selling cookies, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. My Knowing- cookies are better. So you should pay more because right. I put 20 more hours of time in cooking them. Right. That, exactly. You know, like, but no one knows that they just see price, you know, yeah, and it's it, just, that's right. It's a, yeah. it's a difficult time right now to be, it's not a difficult time to be a small business owner. It's, it's a difficult time to be a bad small business owner. So gotcha. if you're not good at what you do, if you're not at the top of your game, you're not going to survive, especially in times like this. Yeah. And, and part of that is knowing that. So you've mentioned that knowing your work, you have confidence in your work, um, p- equating that to value and you're working on that, but you know that you're more valuable than a fly by night that may just come in and do it once and then, then be gone. So and you'll never see that person again, but I'll be right. there 20 years later. Yeah. You know, I want to <laughs> yeah. be, I want to, I want it is so rewarding to see a small business start, take off, and continue. Yeah. And, and being part of that growth that you become family. You're my family because, you know, you've done things where you grow and, and I've been with you. Like that, that to me is important. Yeah. I don't have family. So my clients are my family. You know, the businesses I work with are it's my family. Exactly. Important. And, and so I think, and we have a small business here in Caroline County that you're doing a lot of work for, and it's Devalier Coffee. Right, that it we have promoted them. There are a lot. There are other coffee roasters. There's Night Kitchen. There's a new one called Hillside Coffee. Um, all of these are taking a very specific and finite product and putting it out there on the market. But you've worked with the family, the Devalier family, to visually visually represent what they are, what their brand is. And it's just, it's beautiful packaging. It's very colorful. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah. and it's just, you know, they're a interesting success story in that, and I don't want this to necessarily become an advertisement for them, but they they have already a family farm in Guatemala. They're now leveraging that and they sell for big coffee producers to bring these small batches into 
the U.S. and they're based here in Caroline County. And so they have become your family and you're working with them. And, and that just goes to show this partnership of these small businesses. It is hard. You do work 24 hours a day and you may not know your value. But when you do something like that, because I see the pride on your face. Oh, I love when, working with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- that commercial was brought to you by Del Valle Coffee Co. <laughs> www. No. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, look at their story. They're, yeah. Look at where they're from and what, and they just happened to land on the Eastern shore, just like right. I did, you know, and they're just this wonderful family, you know, and they, they just work so hard, you know, and yes. like, so I just connect with, <clears throat> excuse me, people like that, that I can tell if you're a hard worker, you know, you're going to, you're going to break my price down to like five bucks an hour. Cause I'll just keep working hard sure. for you. Cause I want to see you be successful. Yeah. yeah. And their packaging does reflect them. You look at that package and you're like, that's going to taste good. It looks like where they're from. And exactly, you know, so my, my thing is my connection with my clients, I think is very important, whatever yeah. I'm doing, if I'm selling a house. Yeah. And that's a theme that we've heard doing the, all of these podcasts is that partnership. And we are Caroline County and the Eastern shore by extension is just, um, we believe in partnerships. We don't have to formalize it. We don't have to have a seminar and how to be collaborative. We just do so. Um, you can some, shake a hand here. You can yeah. shake a hand and that, that person's, you know, I, when I moved here, I guess I was on that Western shore when I landed Yes, and that lasted for like a year. Gotcha. And I was like, what is this other side like? And I was like, ah, oh, good people. You shake a hand. You know, I mean, you got some jerks around here too, but most of the part, you can leave your doors open. You can shake someone's hand. You can trust them. Yes. Like what, what better partnership, you know, friendship or business partnership, you know, it's just a wonderful place to work yes. over here. Yeah. Well, the Eastern Shore in Caroline County is very fortunate that you decided to make that flight from California to Maryland and then come over the bridge uh, <laughs> and, and be here. Chris Petrini, our time is up. Thank okay. you so much for coming in and talking with me about what it's like to be a creative small business owner. And, you know, we wish you the best of luck. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you.